Are you ready to turn your investments into retirement income? Listen in as Jeremy Kyle and his guests reveal ways you can make smarter retirement, investment, and tax planning decisions to achieve your ideal retirement. You will learn more about your money so you can feel better about your money and make better money decisions. Now, on to the show. Welcome to Retirement Revealed. I'm your host, Jeremy Kyle, and we're here to turn your retirement savings into a consistent income. And we are, I'm going to say, blessed today to have Bob Laura on the line. And Bob's going to be talking to us about how to create a Christian retirement plan. Bob, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate the opportunity to be here. Well, it's, it's going to be fun. And I'm just going to say, anyone out there who is not Christian, please listen in because I think what you're going to hear is great stuff that can apply to anyone that has a certain set of values. And of course, we are talking about the the Christian set of values of why you need to have a Christian retirement plan if you are a Christian. So Bob, tell us about yourself, how you got into retirement planning, and and we'll, we'll get into the concept of this Christian retirement plan in just a second, but just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, appreciate the opportunity. So got four wonderful kids, married, and uh, just enjoy the psychology of retirement. It's really where my passion lies. And I started to dig into that about 13, 14 years ago when I went independent as an advisor and really started to see there's lots of clients with lots of money, but they're not exactly happy. And that's really just been my focus for the last, like I said, 13, 14 years, helping people look at retirement from a non-financial perspective and really coming up with ways to really help them live out their best life. Yeah, and speaking of living their best life and the non-financial part of it, we're talking specifically adding a different element to retirement planning. Why would somebody want to create a Christian retirement plan? I guess maybe in first, like what is a Christian retirement plan? How's it even any different than your, your run-of-the-mill retirement plan? Well, kind of the way I look at just retirement planning in general is backwards, right? So it focuses on money first and then the person. And then if you are a Christian or if you're a believer, a lot of times God is not infused into the conversation. And from a biblical perspective, there's nowhere in the Bible that says, put money first, then yourself and sprinkle God in. And so what we want to do is kind of flip the script and kind of take a biblical perspective and say, how do we put God first in our lives? Then how do we take care of ourselves and then let the money fall into place? And so the opportunity really here is to, again, focus on retirement being God-centered than selfish. And not that you can't enjoy your time, but so many people get to retirement and they're like, this is it, this is all my time. And really, it's a great opportunity to serve and to be a light to other people. And so the real opportunity was just to infuse some biblical concepts and values into the planning process so that as you make the transition, you stay and feel fulfilled rather than lost or out of sorts and you always have someone to rely on. So that's kind of the foundation. Yeah, a couple couple of things there. I was uh, in church this past Sunday and the pastor was not talking about retirement, but he was talking about Abraham, who used to be known as Abram. He said, okay, here's the deal. Abram turned 75 and then God said, I'm going to do something with you. So if you're 75, 85, 95, whatever the age, it's not like you're done doing things with your life. And I think that's part of what you're what you're talking about. hundred percent. And that's, you know, I think that retirement can be really a transformative time for, for personal growth because you can do a lot of 
away with a lot of the stuff the secular world puts on you and you can listen more to God and find your direction and the beautiful thing about being Christian is you know your work's never done they don't ever want you to stop using your gifts and talents and so that that's just a fresh perspective because some people think like retirement's the graveyard like you go there and it's the you know closing in on the end of times and that's not the perspective that we want people to have, that it's this renewing and refreshing. And, you know, when Jesus' first miracle was turning water into wine and the bridegroom said, oh, you saved the best for last. Well, retirement can be the same way. Well, I like that analogy. I haven't thought of it that way, but that's that's a good thing to, to, to plan on is that you're saving the best for last. And <laughs> right. you got to be doing the best throughout. But there, if you get to retirement, now's the best chance to, to keep things rolling. That's good. Yeah, exactly. You had said and something that, earlier to me about people often confuse who they are with what they do. And I think that's probably why this retirement transition can be, I mean, maybe, a, I don't know, soul searching is maybe the right word or, or just kind of a big reckoning of, of who am I? No, you're spot on because, I mean, if you really think about from the time we're in school to then we start our careers, we have other things that consume our time and dictate our schedules and directions and now all of a sudden when you're in charge there's this initial euphoria that oh my gosh this is great i can do what i want whenever i want but we're just not programmed like that and so it does create this you know you made a great point the soul searching opportunity and one of the challenges though is when you get there it sounds fun like yes i'm just going to renew and i reignite myself and then you're like Wow, that's a lot of work. So what I like to tell people is Michelangelo, when he used to look at his sculptures, he would say, you know, God has already created the sculpture. It's just my job to chisel away the excess. And as you make this retirement transition, you can look at the same thing. At the core, you've always been this person, this being. We just got to chip away that excess. And that can be just an easier way to look at this transition, but then to kind of fall back on what has God put in my life? What gifts and talents do I have? How do I want to you know, glorify him and take these other steps? And that kind of helps reframe it because people do just get caught up in their work identity and then when it's gone, they can feel out of sorts if they don't have a plan to replace that work identity. Yeah, and you, you're you somebody that is a financial advisor, so I imagine you incorporate this into how you work with your clients. You're also an author, and part of that, you ended up creating a Bible study called Retirement Roots. What brought you towards writing a Bible study? Yeah, so it was interesting because you know I'd written a secular version of the book called Naked Retirement. That was my first book. And Naked Retirement conceptually is just stripping out old and outdated beliefs. And then about five years later, I was in church and my pastor was doing a series and it sounded like he read something out of one of my chapters and he applied a biblical perspective to it. Same thing happened a week later and then a third week. So three weeks in a row, it felt like a chapter of my book was being used for part of his sermon. Now, he wasn't plagiarizing, but I just felt like it was the Holy Spirit nudging me to put this biblical lens to it. And then, as I did look out there, there just wasn't much about it. You know, just some comments about old age or silver crowns and wisdom, and not that those things are, are bad, but it just didn't feel like it had a, a fresh perspective and I felt called to step in and develop the study. Yeah, no, so I'm somebody that my kids are younger, first grade and fifth grade. Of course, they seem older every day, which I think they are. They are actually right. older. We're all getting older <laughs> every day. But so I, I'm 
oftentimes seen the Bible studies of parenting and, and relationships and, and marriage and things like that. And yours is saying, well, here's the next the next level. Like you said, this is a, a re- time for renewing, revival, and this is a transition. And you're you're better off actually getting prepared for this transition. A lot of times you get to practice at being a parent or practice at uh, saving and investing. You don't quite get to practice at retirement. You You hit it full on and make a lot of decisions all at once. I imagine this is a great preparation to, to know what's coming up and to make decisions coming ahead of you, kind of in light of the values that you're espousing. If you're espousing yourself as a Christian, it's probably a good idea to take that faith into your decisions on how you approach retirement. Well, you're spot on because you know a lot of people just don't talk about faith with retirement. But you look at Daniel in the lion's den, you know, he escaped because of his faith. We're going to have our own lion's dens in retirements, whether it's health or family or other things. And what are you going to fall back on? That's why I think faith is an important ingredient. And the study's powerful because it brings people together. And I think what I have found with retirement is like, it's this big thing. It's, you know, it's exciting. We want to get there, but then you get there and you're like, oh my gosh, what did I do? And so to be around other people to talk about it, talk about what does a perfect day or a perfect week look like? How do I want to use my gifts and talents? Do I want to start a nonprofit? Do I want to volunteer? Because what ends up happening, what most people don't realize is you lose more than you gain when you transition into retirement. People think they're going to gain time and freedom, and they do, and that's great, but you lose routine, you lose perspective, you lose purpose, you lose social connection, you lose physical um, movement, you lose mental stimulus, and if you don't have a way to replace that, that's when you fall short, that's when you struggle with the transition. And so by thinking and talking about that with a group, you not only can come up with your own stuff, but hear from other people on how they're gonna do, and it does make the transition a lot smoother. Yeah, I like that, that community aspect. I think that's what people are called to do is to live in a community and, and improve their community. And I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna repeat, because you told me this yourself. I'm gonna repeat kind of a challenging statement that you have but then also we'll go through next some of the ways that I think you can meet that challenge. So your, your statement that you, uh, I think it's on your website or you told me earlier, it says, nowhere does scripture offer ideas or suggestions for living a leisure-filled, self-serving life. There's no extra commandments or profit that says you can sit on the couch all day, let your relationships deteriorate, give up on your health and well-being, stop using your gifts and talents, and most of all, stop serving others. That, that's kind of provocative, but I think you're, you're just bringing it all out there. Well, and, and again, like, I think the whole perspective is a lot of people portray retirement as life ultimate goal, but it's not. Getting into heaven is. And you can't store up treasures on earth. We hear these scriptures. We hear these things. And again, when you get to retirement, it doesn't mean you just quit everything. And now it's just you watching TV and political TV and complaining about the Second Amendment or the Fifth Amendment or, what, or yeah. why the kind, like, that's Whichever not your favorite you, one is, right? <laughs> right. It's not why you were put here. You have purpose and you can take this time to really discern what that is and not be late. And, and I think too, I think the hardest thing is those relationships because mm-hmm. we're supposed to be a light and salt to the earth, you know, to others. And that just isn't always the case. People just press the pause button. And we're not saying you got to go out and evangelize or you got to give all your money away. It's it's just little things. But if you're not aware of it or focused on it, they're going to kind of fall by the wayside and, and fall out of date. 
Yeah, and I'm gonna go through a few of the areas that you mentioned. Here's what the the videos. There's videos. There's a workbook. You can go through this. Uh, I suppose you can even go through it on your own, but uh, it'd be nice to do it with with others because you can get their perspective. Maybe some people that are already retired and people that are planning a retirement. That'd be a good mix, I think, to help help each other out there. But one thing is, it says it helps reduce retirement stress and worries by aligning your thoughts and actions with God's word. It's Jeremy Kyle here, and I know you're listening to the Retirement Reveal Podcast because you want to learn more about making great retirement decisions. I've created a free video course for you to do just that. Head over to 5stepretirementplan.com and sign up to receive this video training right in your email inbox. We broke down our 5-step retirement plan into bite-sized videos so you can get started on the retirement, investment, and tax planning you need to create a consistent retirement income. Go to 5stepretirementplan.com Use the number or spell it out. You'll get there either way. Fivestepretirementplan.com. Thanks for listening. And now for the rest of the show. What about retirement might be actually showing up there that can help you reduce your, your stress and worries? Yeah, the biggest thing is money. So one of the exercises we take people through is really to kind of drive down at their core values. And we kind of use this this process where we talk about a no regrets retirement. You know, So if we take you through this process to talk about ah, what are some things you would regret, it brings to life what's really important to you. And a high, high percentage of the time, let's say 95% of the time, the things people value have very little to do with money. And so when you're able to focus on what's important and what you, how your values align with God's, then it takes a lot of the stress off how much money I need to have. Because, I mean, you know, Jeremy, like people stress out about that. You could have someone come into your office with... $10 million. They're like, I'm still worried I'm going to run out of money. It's like, there's no way you're going to run out, but we've been programmed. And so what we want to do, and I think what God can do is help take away that, that stress and anxiety, because that's not how you're going to live well in retirement. If you're always stressed and worried or really tight, I don't know if you've ever this had this happen, but sometimes my clients will call me and say, hey, Bob, I'm sorry, but I got to take some money. Well, it's your money. You don't have to be sorry, but <laughs> they've been so programmed. And so it really is about how do we shift the focus from money to God and you. You saying that 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 story there, I, I hear that quite often. I'm thinking of one person in particular. They would uh, call up and they'd ask for a few hundred dollars out or a thousand dollars up because you know something came up, they, they needed new tires, but it's only this one time. And then the next month, same thing. It's it's, uh, but it's only this one time. You saved your money out. Like you don't have to apologize for me. You don't have to give me any excuses. And I said, by the way, it's probably a lot less stress if you just take a thousand dollars out every month instead of you know letting the worries and bills pile up to the end. And then, oh my goodness, I gotta call Jeremy and, and figure this out. Like just you're consistently needing this, and that's what you save the money for is to live your life. Go go live your life and don't don't apologize for it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, a few other things uh, that your study goes through you say you'll retire with clarity purpose and direction and i just imagine if you have that clarity if you have that purpose if you have that direction that right there will reduce the retirement stress and worries because you know what you're living for what the purpose of the money is there's there's less worry around the ups and downs of the market and more aligning with this is what you want to do and you're going out there and doing it and you'll have the time to do it then well, you're spot on. It, it just that's the big thing. When people leave the workplace, they just don't have a plan. And so, by just thinking through this, and like one of the things we do is called a curious list, and it's just saying let's list some things that you're curious about. Because 
it's not a commitment or a to-do list or a bucket list. It's just saying you're curious and curiosity creates motivation. And so that helps replace a person's work identity. It helps fill their time. And it doesn't mean they have to do it right away, but it starts to get them thinking about, okay, this is how this is going to look and feel. This is where I'm going to spend my time. This is what's important to me. And when you have that confidence, when you have a plan, that reduces fear and anxiety. And those are the ultimate killers of goals and visions is fear and anxiety, people being afraid to do it. And so we want to take some of that away by taking them again through some exercises to help them feel better about the transition. Yeah, I love how you call that a curious list versus a bucket list. Someone I was just talking to, you know, prior meeting, just just today, they talked about they did a bucket list item. They went out to Alaska. And that's a great thing. That's great. That's definitely a bucket list type of thing. But it probably was a curious list type of thing. You've never seen uh, land like this. You've, you've never explored that part of the country. And that's if if she hopefully she approached it with a, a curiosity of what is this like and what can I learn and, and how does it apply to me? You know, that's that's better than checking off just, okay, I, I did it. I had the bucket list. But even, even if you create the bucket list, I like that idea. Just change the name to curiosity list and you'll probably have a different perspective for when you're going through and doing those, those bucket list items. Well, and I think too, what, what we like to do with it, it's a refrigerator page. Put it on your refrigerator, just like your kids' drawings or other things. But mm-hmm. it's a reminder because everyone, when they're working, says, oh, when I'm retired, I'm going to do this. And then they get there and they forget it all. And so mm-hmm. we're just saying, put it on a piece of paper. And, and to your point, like, let's say you're curious about skydiving. It doesn't mean you have to go. It means you can watch a documentary on it. You can talk one of your friends into going or something else. You don't have to commit fully to do it. And I think that just takes the... Uh, again, the, the the stress or the worry off. Oh, I created this bucket list. Now I got to figure out how I'm going to do it. It's like, just be curious about it and let it take you where you want it to go. Got it. Well, I want to I want to finish on a positive note. So I'm going to ask you this question first, and then come up with the the positive one next. So the what you talk about in the Bible study is it helps you overcome the dark side of retirement. What what is this dark side of retirement? How do we overcome it? Well, interesting. When I wrote my first book, I shared it with a, a doctor, a doctor friend of mine. I was expecting him just to stand up and give me applause. But he's like, Bob, you didn't talk about addiction, depression, or suicide. I'm like, what are you talking about? He had worked in a uh, substance abuse facility. But rates of alcohol and addiction are super high with baby boomers. Same with rates of isolation. Like, I think the last statistic I saw that 40% of people report spending most of their day alone. And rates of suicide are high highest among white males over the age of 65. Now, I would have thought that was like, I don't know, teenage girls or someone going through midlife crisis, but it's it's guys over 65 who are losing their purpose. And this is the stuff that's no one's talking about. And I love to tell people, hey, God has a plan for you in retirement, but so does Satan. And if you're not careful, you can fall into this dark side. And, and again, it's way worse than a stock market crash. It's stuff that people don't talk about, but it's real. It happens, and by at least being aware of it, you can understand that it's out there and start to plan around it. Yeah, there's maybe some warning signs you can catch for yourself or your spouse or people around you and, and figure out, okay, this is, this is I'm heading down that dark side. Time to well, come back to the light, right? Yeah, well, because the point kind of is the alcoholism. Like if you, let's say at Friday after work, you hang out with the fellows or Saturday night glass of wine with the ladies or a night out with the couple. But every day is the weekend in retirement. And that's really where it can snowball for people. And especially if you're in groups, like you hear about different communities that that's what their focus is. So you just got to be careful about it. 
Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm, I'm glad we did that as the next to last question because it sets up what you put in there where now retirement is the time to focus more on God's saving grace rather than your personal savings. That's amazing because it's a good play on words and it's, it's great writing anyways, but tell us about that. Yeah, you know, I think it highlights the point I made earlier, you know, retirement's not the ultimate goal getting into heaven is. And, you know, we all want to hear that, well done, my good and faithful servant. And so it's meant to really be a focus factor, right? So we have mantras or quotes that we like or live by. Well, we can have them in retirement as well. And if we're focused on God's savings, great, God's savings, grace and our eternal life, that's a way better picture that especially with the crazy world we live in you know you can get caught up in all the stuff that's going on but if you know god owns it all and he has a place for you it can really change your focus and help you get through whether it's a tough day tough week or tough period in your life good well if you're not a christian and you're listening there's so much great stuff here from Bob. The no regrets retirement, the idea of a curiosity list instead of bucket list, being careful of the dark side of retirement. And if you are a Christian, Bob, how's the way, what should people do to reach out to you or, or get the Bible study? Yeah, but just retirementroots.org. And so you can go there, you can buy a, a less expensive version, like a PDF version. You get the six videos. If you do have an affiliation with Right Now Media, some churches have affiliations with there. You can watch the videos there as well. You can buy the packaging as a small group, as a couple. We've got it set up multiple ways. You can also just go to Amazon and get the, the book there as well if you don't want the videos. So plenty of choices. Just search Retirement Roots and it'll pop right up. Awesome. Well, thanks, Rob, for coming on and sharing with us you know, how to create that Christian retirement plan, why you might want to go ahead and do that. And just thanks so much for all you're doing. Thanks, Jeremy. I appreciate it. Thank you for your help. And thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast. We believe if you know more about your money, you will feel better about your money and you will make better money decisions. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast. Click on the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit retirement-revealed.com to learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Kyle Financial Partners. Kyle Financial Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Consult your attorney or tax professional. Representatives have general knowledge of the Social Security tenants. For complete details on your situation, contact the Social Security Administration. Kyle Financial Partners is a part of the Thrivent Advisor Network, a registered investment advisor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.